following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. We're excited to be here, Hour 2, and talk to you about all the most interesting things that are going on with the law and how they apply to you. Today, again, I, I will have to repeat myself from the first hour. Today it is an important day for those of you because it is... Uh, I'm going to call them the lucky listeners because it's pre-Thanksgiving legal prep day. And again, it's pre-Thanksgiving legal prep day because this is a day of reckoning for you. It's really preparing you for the ultimate test of when the in-laws come over and start talking to you about topics, politics, etc. And you're going to be... You're going to be ready. Your hands are going to be ready. Your brain's ready because you've been listening to Radio Law Talk so long to thwart, and I repeat the word thwart, that they say that your in-laws are going to use against you. You know, Charlie, they say. And you're going to come right back at them and say, tell me what they say because let me tell you what Radio Law Talk says. Absolutely. There was an episode of Friends where Joey went and got a encyclopedia, he got the letter V, and, and he studied up on it, and he was an expert on any topic that started with the letter V and stuff. Well, this is your equivalent of that. You're an expert on things that we have covered, and you will be able to expound upon your knowledge around the dinner table. That's the only place, because you have to seek legal right. counsel other than that, because we're talking about general topics of law. Remember, do not use us in a court of law though maybe some judges listen to us anyway. And we're also uh-huh. talking about allegations for most of the time. That's exactly. This is. I mean, look, there's always two sides of the story. So we lay out allegations. And speaking of allegations, I want to bring this up to be fair. I try to be fair. We have in the past brought up the issue of DeMarcus Cousins, the basketball player for the Lakers, had said something over the phone, and he was supposedly going to be prosecuted for third-degree harassment. That's right. And it has been dropped. So he is not being prosecuted. Uh, prosecutor for that there is no case against him so demarcus cousins is 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 clear i didn't hear that oh, yes that's just came news. out today all oh, right today. yes I, but news. but i also read i don't want to hear about your butt but go ahead he's and tell me what no else you're going to he's yeah well, that's not a very good topic so there is nothing <laughs> that is it's gonna GP. happen to him <laughs> oh, oh brother can you oh, get through a topic? How anyway? you know those are bad dad, bad Denise jokes. She's oh, she's, she's encroaching on my she, territory. She's laughing so hard. It remains to be seen whether the NBA will take any action True. against Demarcus Cousins, True. like what happened with Ezekiel Elliott and other folks in the NFL. So yeah, let's not start talking about the Browns thing. No, I'm gonna go off. <laughs> I'm gonna go off on that one. And I know this is all about legal issues, and I don't want to talk about that one. Okay, so so look. Be prepared to meet with your in-laws and be prepared to talk about the topics of the day because we have given you ammunition. This is like show prep for Thanksgiving dinner, if you think about it. It is. is. 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Again, you can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, and Denise always has the actual number. What's the number? 855-529-7234. And if you're listening to us... Uh, not live. We do have podcasts, and it's info at radiolawtalk.com. You can email us uh, the things you want to talk about. And that's important because 
look, if you want to do more research than just the three hours you got here on a Saturday, you, you can do research the rest of the day. You can do it tomorrow. You can pop that podcast off, off and listen Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so you are ready for Thursday. And you can search topics. Absolutely. And it'll find that topic when we talked about it. And you can send ideas to Cal, our producer, for case or no case as well. All at info at radiolotdoc.com. Hey, I would love that. I've do you think we've, got, we've plugged way. us enough? Is there anything else we want to plug about us? Well, he could, yeah. you can also send topics that you would like us maybe to cover, not necessarily in case or no case, but if there's something that is interesting, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we'll go ahead and take a look at that too. And We're, if we use your case or no case, we will send you a special award. Oh, I'll send you a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's a major t-shirt. award. Fragile. Yeah. A major award. <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> it's a major award. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no Emmy, though. Kudos no. if you know that reference. Oh. Only I didn't say fudge. <laughs> case or no case. Roll it, Cal. Right, here we go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Jerry Lee Lewis, the legendary rock and roller. We all know Jerry Lee Lewis, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Well, he has a daughter, Phoebe Lewis Lofton, born to Lewis and his ex-wife, the name Myra Gale Brown. Lewis Lofton has been in charge of daddy's finances since 2002, keeping all of his earnings and putting them in her personal bank account. In 2010, Lewis Lofton, the daughter, hired Judith Brown to be her father's caretaker, well, you know what happened with Jerry Lee Lewis. He started becoming romantically involved with the caretaker and married her, his seventh wife. <laughs> seventh Whoa, wife. I didn't know about that. Yeah, it wasn't his cousin this time. No, yeah. <laughs> and she Ooh, wasn't 13. I didn't know about that one either. Right, right after the marriage, Lewis told his daughter he didn't want her to run his career or his finances anymore and revoked her power of attorney. And what's more, he alleged his own daughter was stealing from him all along. So he sought counsel. And so I ask you, Fred Penny, case... Or no case, my friend. Okay, the answer is yes, it's a case, and he wins because of the following reasons. I'm going to assume that he's still in his right mind. Only thing she could argue is she has the power of attorney, and he wasn't uh, basically in his right mind and could not take care of himself nor make proper decisions. Uh, And uh, that's the only thing she'd be able to prove, that if she could prove that, then she could argue she has the power of attorney. And then she could also argue... um, What's really uh, something that people got to really be careful of, especially in California, is elder abuse. Uh, And I say especially in California because the laws are really strict against elder abuse because as people get older, they're like, oh, well, 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 they had their faculties together, but if they're older, it's still, there's issues there. There are trouble damages That's exactly as, right. as well. So when you have an elder abuse case and it's financial abuse, you're looking at trouble damages. So this could That be, means three times the amount. Yes. And so what this could be is this, this Judith Brown that uh, is the caretaker that became the wife. I, there you can argue that, but now that she's married to him, I don't think you can argue. It will be difficult to argue whether or not there are uh, issues with elder abuse here. So I'm going to say... Jerry Lee Lewis's new wife wins the case, and she wins the case, and Phoebe Lewis Lofton loses. Mr. Cunin, what say you, case or no case? You know what? If you name your child Phoebe, which is spelled with a P, Lewis Lofton, so their initials are P-L-L, you can expect that they're going to be a pill. That's just You're just (laughs) calling it out, okay? It's just you expect it, but yeah— 
there's a lot of concerns all the way around here because if the caretaker ended up marrying her and then put stuff in the name, there's the idea about whether or not she exercised undue influence. And if you've already got the power of attorney given to the daughter, there's already a question about the person's sanity and ability to think through things to begin with. Is there a gold digging statute? Uh, well, it's not necessarily. It could be a breach of fiduciary duty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if it's if it's in California, we don't know what state this is in, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know. Don't so I'm gonna it. I'm gonna say it's a case, and I am going to say that in a weird twist, the new spouse ends up facing some sort of legal scrutiny because of everything that went on, and anything that was transferred and put in her name gets reversed under the elder abuse theory. Okay, and I'm going to say this. We don't know whether or not there's a conservatorship. We know there's a power of attorney. Power of attorney was taken away or or canceled, and um, that was by Jerry Lee Lewis himself, and he's the one that's seeking the attorney. So is he seeking an attorney to sue his daughter? Is he seeking an attorney to get an annulment or a divorce? Is he seeking an attorney for probate or trust issues? There, all of this is, you know, arises out of this fact pattern. So I really feel like I should wait to tell you what oh. I think and get another uh, few minutes to think about it. What no, do you think? give it to us. You got 30 seconds. <laughs> tell us 30 seconds. I think you need to stay tuned. Oh, <laughs> nice. Te- now that's a tease. That's a tease. Okay, we're going to come back with the case or no case with Jerry Lee Lewis, Cal. She's going to cheat on us. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> now, thanks for what Jerry Lee Lewis said. We'll be right back. Hold on. But the answer to case or no case, don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at PennyAndAssociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was asked a quick quack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road and come visit the dock. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Quack Quack. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. If you pay my fee, I'll take your cake. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. We're talking about Jerry Lee Lewis' case. The Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes. Great balls of fire. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's Jerry. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis was, uh, um, there's a case apparently, according to Cal, where Jerry Lee Lewis um, is on his uh, supposedly seventh, eighth, ninth, fortieth. I don't know what what marriage he, he's so, on. So just a seventh. Seventh yeah. to Judith Brown. Yeah, seven he, times a charm. Phoebe Lewis is his daughter that has uh, power of attorney, and he revokes it and now puts Judith in charge. Now that he's married to her, the question is: Is that the case? And if it is a case, does Judith Brown have the right to oversee his finances, or is Phoebe out? And I said. I said it's a case, and Phoebe's out. And Todd said it's a case, and... I said it's a case, and it leads to scrutiny of the new wife. Okay, and then Denise did a filibuster. Yeah, I, I was looking at it in terms of what attorney would he see. Who, what kind of counsel was he looking for? And it could have been um, a change in his will. It could have been a change in the trust, right? It could have been just a mere probate attorney. It could also have been an attorney that was going to sue his daughter to get his money back. This is what I think. I think it's a scenario. 
but I'm not sure it's a case. Um, because I didn't, I would have heard about it, and I don't remember hearing about it. Good thinking, Denise. Well, goodness um, gracious, Denise. So I'm going to say. Cases of fire. <laughs> play me some Chantilly Lace. That's that was my that favorite. was what he just played. That's Big Bopper. I played a whole lot of shaking going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to say it is a scenario, but not a case. All right, Cal. Well, that's interesting that you yes. would say that, isn't it? Because those of you who say this was a case, may I see? Uh, oh, show I'm a fans, loser. That would be, that would be uh, Fred and Todd. Yes! Congratulations Fred to you. Fred finally yes. gets yes. one. Fred gets, Fred gets a point. But he's been plagued throughout his life with family troubles. And uh, mm. Todd, here's what's interesting about your scenario. He found out about all of this in 2012 and did not sue until 2017. So all of the financial stuff was dismissed as being beyond the statute of limitations. So the only part of his lawsuit that stuck was slander through Facebook posts in 2016. So he filed a case that was thrown out because of uh, because of statute of limitations on that. Okay, so the answer is wow. he sued the daughter that said she took a bunch of his money, and that was thrown out, so it was a case. Correct. And I said that he wins, so that's that. So I lose that issue. Yeah, yeah. So who went, won in this? I, I'm, it was Todd I, and I got one I point. That, I don't know that anybody won. Todd, no. Todd and Fred will get got a point. Got one point. Yeah. We, yeah. Yep. And, and okay. Nobody else. Any point. That's it. Next time, it's ironic we were talking about speed, because next hour on Case or No Case, speed kills James Dean. Talk about that. That concludes case or no case, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Speaking of speed, I I saw some pictures. Now, I have, okay, look, a lot of times we don't like to give people kudos, and I'm not giving kudos. We don't like to give them publicity because Radio Law Talk is so popular. But you know what? I'm going to give publicity to Alki David. His name is A-L-K-I David. And I had to follow him. I, I looked at his Instagram. I, I, I didn't follow him, but I listened to what he does and what he's done. He is a British-slash-Greek billionaire heir of the Coca-Cola bottling fortune. So you know, don't forget there's bottling. I don't know to what detail. And then he also has three um, basically uh, companies that do films and somehow he's involved in production media companies. companies. Sort, yeah. He's got a media company, one called Alki David Productions, uh, Film On, and Hologram USA. These are his, his, his companies. So he's kind of an interesting fella. I'm just going to say it that way. And all these are allegations. Again, they're allegations. But he's apparently uh, considers himself of some type of a... Uh, Opposition to the Me Too movement is what he's kind of trying to become, according to some articles. Now, I don't, I'm not saying that he's doing that. These are the allegations. Now, here's the interesting thing. He's been sued multiple times, I believe about seven times, for sexual harassment. He's been sued by all four TV networks, by the way. But one of the sexual harassment claims he lost recently, and he has to pay $11.1 million dollars and that's interesting because wow. he what he does is he goes in there and he self-represents himself he's self-representing himself now and finally the judge is tired of him saying you're not going to do that anymore because you act out and he'll yell and he'll scream and he'll go go charging out and the judge had which this is very very rare the judge actually had to strike parts of his opening argument 
uh, when you know he's opening, he's t- saying what he's going to lay out in terms of evidence and all of that, and the judge actually strikes parts of it. Right. And this this is like for me, he must have said something very 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 bad for that to be stricken. Yeah. Well, the the interesting thing is that after it was stricken. What really set the judge off was that he went on Instagram and then bragged about the things that were stricken. So if anybody wanted to go, they could get to his Instagram account and find out what was stricken, which is it's difficult because despite a judge's admonition to a jury or anybody else, do not use the Internet. Guess what the jury's probably going to do? Use the Internet. It's, it's just going to happen. Well, here's some so, interesting things that happen. So here's another thing that happens. There's this one lady uh, that is an attorney that... Uh, represents a lot of women that have been sexually, uh, allegedly sexually harassed, and he calls her out on the Instagram. He'll talk to her on Instagram. There's one post I looked at. He goes, and he, whatever her name is, I'm not even going to put her name out. He calls this lawyer by name and says, I'm going in this office now, and this is a certified polygraph company. He takes the polygraph, shows he's not lying, and he's talking to the attorney, the opposing attorney, the whole time, pretty much, on this Instagram. He is a very interesting fella. He's flying all over the country. He's got billions, not millions, billions with a B. And and the judge really got upset with him because of the facial expressions that he was making (laughs) while somebody else was testifying, and and that's what set them off. This is... This is interesting. Yeah, we're gonna He's ta- been sanctioned twice already, too. That's, yeah. that's important to I want to talk a little more about this when we come back from the break, because this guy, we'll talk about his sanctions, the facial expressions, and now the judge saying, you don't have a right to be your own attorney. I'm not going to put up with you. We'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay there. There's much more coming right up. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. 
Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General steel quality all at a price you can afford so don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great 800-617-9312 that's 800-617-9312 all right guys we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo but first can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <clears throat> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on RadioLawTalk.com as well. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2! Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work, there's the comic book collection, the race car bed... Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown-up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. I like the Amargosa Valley. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. So we're talking about this uh, billionaire's cases that are going against him in Los Angeles. He's already lost two of them. Racked up $9,500 in sanctions. That's what we were talking about. Um, and it has been was banned from the courtroom for disruptive behavior at one time. Um, he's he, already he, he's got also accumulated. Tw- yeah twenty four thousand dollars in accumulated Total. sanctions. Total. So he's being sanctioned right and left, and, and for discovery abuse, 
and also um, other types of sanctions, I think, for being disruptive. How much is uh, $24,000 compared to a billion? I think that's the interest in about three seconds. That that would be the equivalent of me with, say, a $100 bill in my pocket losing, what, two pennies? That's Out of that, penny. it's, it's, you know, for this guy... At this point, it almost feels to me like he's using this as this is like the greatest stunt in the world to see how much he can drive up his following on Instagram. He's got 120,000 some odd Mm -hmm. followers, and he seems to be, when you look at the videos that he's got, following the same pattern that other influencers have. Uh, Before we get away from this, I know we keep wanting to talk about what we're doing, but but I did want to talk about can somebody, can the court disallow him? From representing himself. That's exactly what's at issue here. And can the court remove him from the courtroom when it's his trial? And it's about him. He's the defendant. Well, they they have to follow certain rules within the courtroom. And if they don't follow them, you can't kick them out. And maybe they you put them in a hermetically sealed room or something. But what I want to tell you a couple of things. He this is him storming out on Friday. Storming out of a courtroom because she said, "I'm his, his facial expressions." You're not supposed to do that when a jury's listening. You can't make these facial expressions, according to a lot of judges. Like rolling your eyes and going, or, "Oh, whatever." Or going, "Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, say or like, being overly supportive of a yes. witness too. You're supposed yeah. to, you know, be neutral. Yeah, and it says he said he scr- runs out screaming, "I'm sorry, my facial expressions are causing such drama." And then he goes out and is still yelling as he goes out into the <laughs> out in the hallway where, where the, jurors the jurors are. But but he's yeah. not so sorry yeah. running out causes any drama. No, yeah, but that, here's the other thing is there's he's already a drama king, there's guy. already been a few jurors that said the way he's acting, I cannot be neutral in this, and they've they've stepped out because they say look because you're supposed to be impartial. They go look the, what what I'm seeing, I can't be impartial. What, in other words, I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer him just because of the way he acts. And, What's at stake here is a lot because not just him, he's not the only defendant. His companies is also a defendant. So here you've got two lawyers that are representing his company that used to represent him. He fired them as his own personal attorney, but they're still in the room defending his companies. So they have by nature to kind of defend him too. Well, he might have stockholders too. I don't know. The, the company might be other stockholders that own the company with him. No, this is a sexual harassment. I know that, but I'm saying the company's being sued also. And I'm saying is his, quote, company may also have some stockholders that own part of it. So you're oh, saying. Oh, so the lawyers are representing the company and stockholders. Like, yeah. like Weinstein's lawyers, yeah. in effect, because right. They're, they're right, in a sense. Yeah. Good talk. Well, so one of the things that I wanted to point out here, and I, I'm trying to see. In this case, is this a criminal case that he's facing or a civil, civil case? Civil. It's a civil. Because in a criminal case, in a criminal case, the United States Supreme Court has said that a defendant has an absolute right to represent themselves. It comes from a case called Ferretta versus California. And the court does have to make an inquiry, but the inquiry doesn't go to your competence to represent yourself. The inquiry goes to your competence and ability to knowingly and intelligently waive the right to counsel. They need to make sure that you are of a sound mind when you waive the right to counsel. And then they're told if the judge finds that you can represent yourself because you seem to have the capacity to waive it, they're told you're not going to be given any breaks. You're not going to be given any 
special accommodations because you're not a lawyer. You're going up against a seasoned attorney who knows the law, and you'll be held to that standard. As a district attorney or a deputy district attorney, I did two cases. One case was a trial where the entire trial was done with an individual representing himself, and he was a 19, 20-year-old kid, and it was it was difficult. The I'm actually put in the position of a prosecutor of making sure that I don't take undue advantage of his lack of knowledge of the law, because as the prosecutor, I want to protect the integrity of the conviction. I don't want somebody to be able to come back and appeal and say, well, yeah, that's because you asked questions in such a way that you knew you were taking advantage of his lack of knowledge and it had an undue influence on the jury. The second case that I had where the guy represented himself, he <laughs> he fired his attorney. This was hilarious. He fired his attorney after the jury said they had a verdict, but before they came in to read the verdict. <laughs> Because his attorney wouldn't make some argument that he wanted to make that was a constitutionalist type argument. That was hilarious. But um, yeah, never a good idea if you represent yourself. You've heard the phrase, a person who represents themselves has a fool for a client. I agree with that 100%. We're going to follow this. He thinks he's done a better job representing himself because he had already lost two multi-million dollar verdicts this year while being represented by these lawyers that are representing his media companies, right? And so in another case, he then represented himself, and he got sanctioned the $9,500 in that case, and he got kicked out for disruptive behavior. But the result was a hung jury. So he feels like he's better at, you know, uh, representing himself than the attorneys that are representing his companies are. He basically said, I hired the fire department. My building burned down. What do I need you for? Right. (laughs) Right Well, I think he's building a burn in the building. Yeah, Yeah, but then he burns down his own building. But you get the point. Well, we're going to follow this for a little while. I was thinking, man, we could probably have him on on Radio Law Talk. I almost guarantee you, I can't, but almost, that guy would probably come on here because he likes the social media. Bet he would. But the problem is, I think... Cal would have to hold the dump button the whole time. <laughs> I have one question for you. Yeah. I am unaware of any case that says you have a right to be self-represented in a civil case. I don't, I don't think there is that constitutional issue at least being raised. Maybe this is going to be the one that raises it. I don't know what's going on, but it sounds like he's doing pretty good for himself, right? Even though he's a little bit going a little bit crazy over things. I don't know. Epstein. Well, we're going to talk about Epstein really quick. What? Okay, this is a very interesting case because I know you're tired of hearing about it, but they just, uh, rumor has it, and I don't know if the latest is because I didn't study this. I studied it like Wednesday, and I haven't looked at it. I was going to look at it this morning, but I know the two jailers are supposed to go up on federal charges for uh, basically not having quote, anything to do with the suicide, but not doing their job and falsifying records there you go. saying that, oh, no, we, we watched them and we we're taking care of them the whole time and, and they falsified prison records. That's the issue. Yeah, they were supposed to be checking on him every half hour. And both guards were working overtime. And when they saw that he was dead, they put in their logs that apparently, allegedly, that they had been checking every half hour, and so his death had to occur within a half-hour window of when they were checking. And the allegation is that they actually went 
for a long, much longer than a half hour without checking on him and falsified the logs. And supposedly the cameras were malfunctioning during that time, too. To add to the conspiracy theory, their own union gives them a cover story. Well, we're overstaffed and they've been really tired. Yeah. That, yeah, that, and, and they were found asleep. That's yeah, how they yeah. got busted. I mean, none of this makes them look like they're the, mm-hmm. that they did anything proper in this that I've, that I've seen at all. Yeah, yeah, no, we just didn't have enough guys on duty. I mean, yeah, you know, so. I, I just. Yeah, or they're just, working overtime and, and they were exhausted. And by the way, the warden of the prison has resigned in uh, due to the fact of this Epstein issue. Uh-oh. So he resigned uh, in the wake of the big Epstein death. Uh, and so that's pending an investigation. <laughs> What's going on? I it's just too coincidental that that this guy is dies and and oh my gosh the cameras just broke again it's all allegations the cameras didn't work and oh we 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 did our normal half hour walkthrough exactly and but there are records that show nobody entered his room so that, that's what they're alleging as well and and it, and the other part of this the is cameras would show though yes I agree. But only part of the cameras were not working. The relevant yes. part. <laughs> yeah. And, and and the conspiracy theorists are out there. So let me get this straight. The guards were asleep. They weren't watching. Um, the autopsy that came out, the official autopsy that said he died by suicide. by suicide is contradicted by subsequent tests that show that it's more consistent with homicide than suicide. The warden has stepped resigned. down and resigned. Look, folks. The cameras don't work. The cameras don't work. Yeah, there's just a lot here. This does not pass the smell test. Yeah, and the correctional officers have been are now facing charges of falsifying their records related to this. I mean, last year or when this happened, what did we say on Radio Law Talk? We said, follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Not, Not not follow the Thanksgiving turkey dinner. Follow the money. We're, we're going to be back and talk briefly, very briefly, we're going to talk about uh, a Michigan older man suing Michigan County. It's interesting why. We'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800 918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic, California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Med
When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to prolawfirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y Lawyers.com. Eva Marie smoked 12,000 packs of cigarettes over 15 years. She quit, and now there's a new lung cancer screening that could save her life. You stopped smoking. Now start screening. No matter how much you smoked, early detection could save you. Talk to your doctor or learn more at savedbythescan.org. I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack. Pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to. Don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Wash 100 feet of cloth. Washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. Don't spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road and come visit the duck. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. That is Armadillo. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Go to Twitter and you can see my position that I uh, assume as I do Radio Law Talk. Sometimes I just have to relax and kick back and enjoy Radio Law Talk because you know what? If I'm living in Michigan, Cal, doggone it, if I owe eight bucks or a little over eight bucks, they're going to take my house. I'm worried about that. So if well, it's I've, I've lived in Michigan. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. It, what happened is there's a, there's a man. Who, Denise, you know more about Or Todd, tell a little bit about this guy, what happened. Todd, Denise, Denise is busy tweeting out my picture. And this is, this is I'm not doing this as a, as a fake, you know. It's thing. a publicity it's just, stunt. Is, no, it. it's not. It's true. <laughs> this is sometimes I just sit like this and, and do this show. Go ahead. Sure. So in 2011, Yuri Raffaelli bought a three-bedroom home, 1,500 square feet in Michigan, Oakland County, Michigan. That's a suburb of Detroit. Detroit yes. And he bought it for $60,000. It was a fixer-upper. He fixed it up and then turned it and rented it out. 
And that and was a source of his income in that, retirement, that correct? That was a source, a supplemental source of his retirement income because Mr. Raffaelli is, oh, what is he, in his 70, 83. At the, he's 83 now. He's in his 70s at the time. And apparently he made a mistake on how he calculated his property tax. How dare him. And, and this mistake, folks, this mistake, uh, look, we really all need to be careful about this because, I mean, this is a gateway crime, dang it. If yes. you are $8 delinquent on your property tax, well, the next thing you know, dogs and cats are going to be living together. It's mass hysteria. $8.21, Todd. Get it right. Eight twenty-one. My gosh. The, the, the audacity of this 70-some-odd-year-old man to have a clerical error on it. You know what? We, I say that speaking on behalf of He's the county probably of a Oakland, drug dealer or something. We, we, we had better go in and kick butt and take names, and since we already have his name, we're filing the lawsuit. This they, is societal chaos you're talking about here, Todd. Oh, my stars God. here. So, this is parody, I, by the I way. think the legislature in Michigan needs to make it very clear that there be a better process for senior citizens rather than them taking away your property, selling your property for an $8.41 debt, and then when they sell it, they sold it for $24,500. So let's let's back up just a second here. If you are tax delinquent on your properties as a general matter after being given notices and stuff, they can come in and foreclose your home. It happens especially when you're thousands of dollars in arrears for taxes. Multiple years usually. They can right. do that. They can seize your property if you don't pay the taxes. And that's what they did over $8.41. That's what Oakland County did. And there's no, we don't really have the background of know what notice he was given, how much time he was given to pay it and all of that. But I just think there should be something special that has to be done when you have a He's senior citizen. He's in his citizen. 80s when they yes, took it. Yes, exactly. And they sold his property out from under him for $24,500. And they did not return the difference between the $24,500 and the $8.41 he owed which has to be a violation of the law. It just has to be. Let, let's just think practic- philosophically about the law here. Let's okay, just- but let's, let me point you, while you're ruminating on it, I have a question. Why sure. didn't the tax assessor open up his stupid wallet and take a $10 bill and pay the bill? I mean, come on, oh, man. Well, why or at least call him and because go. Because it's a racket. They make they there has been over a hundred thousand homeowners that in in the state of Michigan alone that lost their house to this predatory tax um, law Be, because wrong. because <laughs> when because when a, when an identically situated house has unpaid taxes to the tune of twenty three thousand dollars and you seize it and sell it for twenty four five, you only make fifteen hundred bucks on it, but. When you seize a house that only has a tax liability of $8.41 and you sell it for $24,500, you make almost $24,500 on that house. But, Fred. Uh, what this is about, you know what I truly think happens here? It's about a machine. I'm not saying that it's an actual machine, but people in the government acting as machines. Click, $8.50, uh, 40, I don't care. Dunk. You know, taking the money. I'm Dump, just following the law. The worst excuse. I'm just following the law. And I'd yeah. like to say in California, there's another protection for people, and that is you have up to a year to retake back the property. 
So you can do, and I forget the legal term for that, but whenever your your house is taken um, and foreclosed upon, non-judicially foreclosed upon, then what happens is that you have up to a year to get it back. Um, there is no such law in well, Michigan. Well, in all fairness, Todd, in Michigan, in Detroit especially, there are so many abandoned houses. So I would imagine they have a very low tolerance for people not paying their taxes to a piece of property that's falling apart. It, it could be. Look. This was a principle I learned probably in my first week as a deputy district attorney, and I learned this from the elected DA in the county that I was in back in January of 2005, and it's this. In any analysis there, it's a two-pronged analysis. Can we and then should we? And the first thing you do is look to see if we can do something. Can we prosecute somebody? Do we have the elements there? And then the second one is should we prosecute? Do we want to prosecute the woman who was caught stealing from a Walmart because she had no money and she wanted to feed her kids that night? No, you probably don't want to do that one. Okay, so here, yeah, can we? Yeah, yeah, you can go after the guy. Should we? No. And, and the point that I was going to make is we've covered other cases previously, like the change, for example, in the in the use of force laws in California, where law enforcement officers are not allowed to use force against a defendant if the crime for which they are seeking to arrest that person is a nonviolent crime to begin with. You can't arrest somebody for an infraction if jail time isn't even on the table for a proposed penalty for that individual. You can't violate somebody's probation and throw them into jail for longer than the term of incarceration is for purposes of that crime. And it's baffling to me why it is they could seize a home and sell it and keep 24500 when the liability was less than 10 bucks that he owed. And just do so with a straight face. Yeah. This is akin to the Land Rover case. It, yeah. It's yes. very similar because it is a forfeiture. In Florida. That was a Florida case. That was a Florida case. But they took his Land Rover, and he will never get it back, even though in the Court of Appeals and going on up, he won ultimately. And it was determined to be an illegal penalty, I believe it was, and a forfeiture that was illegal. Uh, and it was con against his constitutional rights. Yeah, let's go over what that was. And the only difference there was yeah. that was a criminal case, and it was invalidated because it violated the Eighth Amendment prohibition on cruel and unusual punishment. This isn't criminal. This is That's civil. Right. And so it remains to be seen whether they are going, whether the same constitutional provisions apply. I just think it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, the Land Rover case, just it was a drug deal gone bad. I mean, it was he was, what, fined 10000 or $5,000, whatever. They took his Land Rover because he could seize property. Yep. They took a fifty, almost $50,000 Land Rover, kept it, yet it was such a small little fine and it's such a small case and they felt that under eight, uh, the eighth amendment is, is is basically you know excessive now if the land rover belonged to an 83 year old guy then people would be outraged uh, I, this is just so outrageous to me yeah i just i mean and and the sad thing is there's eight other, or six other states that have the same type of a statute um on forfeiture for taxes for unpaid taxes on property wow and I mean, we're going to see this. This may go. I think this is going. Well, it's going up to the Supreme Court right. of Michigan. So we're going to see what happens in the Supreme Court of Michigan. But I have a feeling that they're going to find a way to try to make this guy um, oh, whole in I some ways. So. Uh, at yeah. the very least, he's going to get the difference between twenty-four thousand five hundred and the eight dollar and forty. What's his name? What's his name? 
Yuri. Oh, Yuri Raphael. He's yes. 83. U-R-I-R-I-F-A-E-L-I. Let's all take care of Yuri Raphael. And I, the, the Pacific Legal Foundation is helping, helping him, him. Be, um, uh, to Good. take this case up. He never could have afforded to do it himself. And it's a very complex legal issue, too. So... I don't know. What is it called when you take somebody's home to make a um, eminent domain? Thank you. That that's exactly. It's so much like eminent domain when you just are well, you, able you get to take paid. It. No, but but eminent domain, you get paid the reasonable value of your property or whatever they take. So that's different. I mean, that's not even nearly as bad. Okay, eminent domain, but guess what? You're gonna get paid top dollar for that piece of property that they took. Here, they just took it and kept the money. That's the difference. <laughs> Eminent domain is forced sale. This is just outright theft. Hey, join us third hour. We're going to talk about a lot of a lot of fun things, but most of all, case or no case. We'll be right back. Stick around. Radio Law Talk will continue. Don't go away. Three, two, one. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.